There are all kinds of creatures in the Dungeons & Dragons Monster Manual, but we don't think it's fair to label them all as monsters. Well, some of them might be really nice. Maybe even new best friend kind of nice. So each episode, we look at a new entry and decide once and for all, are they fiends or are they friends? Welcome to Monster Friends! This week, we make friends with... Coatl! Kyle, do you want to know what my stats are on Sudoku? Yeah, I want to know what your stats are. Do you want to know what my stats are? Um, Okay. My win rate is 50%. Okay. But my best time ever was 55 seconds for fast mode, easy mode, 151. But the one that really matters, my fastest time for giant, which are like those like massive ones that you see me doing, was 10 minutes and 40 seconds. Nice. Yeah. I think. That's pretty good. I don't do Sudoku, so I don't know what a good time is, but that sounds like it should be a good time. Though I don't know what I was on that day, but I was like high AF or something because I, I got there real fast. <laughs> um, so it's Monster Friends. Yeah. That's the name of the show. Not it is. Sudoku stats. Not Sudoku review stats. Yeah. Um, what, what do we got this week? I named him Chicken Redux. Chicken Redux? Yeah, because we did a chicken last week. I mean, yeah, I guess that's true. But that was before I realized it's more like a snake. With yeah, wings. it's <laughs> it's a long snake with really malleable bird wings, like regular wings, like fold and bend at joints and stuff. But yeah. these ones just kind of like look like they curve They're wherever. Enveloping him, they make a nice jacket when it gets cold out because. Lizards are cold-blooded animals, and yeah, they this, need to stay warm. This bird snake could do a real good job of hugging itself. Yeah. Uh, and then the tip of its tail, it looks kind of like a tree branch with, like, a single leaf at the end of each twig. Oh, part. okay, yeah. I made a note of this. I said the tail looks like a tree branch. It makes me think he hides in trees and attacks unsuspecting travelers who, like, you know how you, like, grab leaves? Okay, I, I do this. I think a lot of people do this, actually. You walk by a plant, and you'll, like, grab a leaf off of it. Yeah, or if it's, like, above you on the sidewalk, you're like, yo, do you think I can jump and hit that Yeah, hit you, that if twig, you do that, it'll, like... Hit that branch? It'll attack you, you know? Um, and I kind of feel personally at risk of succumbing to this monster. <laughs> yeah, um. that's fair. Uh, it also kind of has, like, a dragon head, but, like... Also kind of an old-timey sea serpent head? Yeah, I've noticed an ongoing trend slash theme with, like, animals that could live in the water, being able to fly. Like, that seems to be, like, a big D&D staple. Yeah. Because, like, this one, like, it looks like it's a dragon head, but dragons tend to have more, like, spiky or, like, horn horny, horny? <laughs> uh, like, head accoutrements or whatever. The, but, like, this one has kind of more, like, fish fins along this. Like, it reminds me kind of, like, you know the things Abe Sapien has on his neck in Hellboy? No? No. All right. Well, <laughs> they're, like, fish finny type kind of gill-like <laughs> things on Abe oh, Sapien. Oh, yes. Okay. But, like, on this, it's just, like, weird ears kind of. Like, I would imagine this being on some sort of fancy underwater fish eel. Right? 
Um, I don't know what I was. I I think I was drunk when I wrote this. <laughs> Do you want to know what stats I wrote? I mean, yeah. Okay, so strength, meh. <laughs> I just wrote meh. 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 Dex, uh, what he gonna do with that tongue? I don't... I don't really know. I'm, I'm gonna guess that's a good Dex stat that sure. you're giving it? Constitution is a prob... Probs high. <laughs> probs high. Not even probably. Just probs. Um, intelligence? Yes, probably. It looks like it has some sort of dragon affiliation, and we know that dragons are pretty smart. Um, intelligence... Oh, I already did that. Charisma... Uh, can dragons talk? Yes, dragons can talk. Okay. That was, that was the stat I wrote. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it has a long tongue, so I imagine that his charisma takes a bit of a blow in the sense that, like, he'd be tripping over his tongue. I, too, have a long tongue, not quite as long as his, but I often find sometimes, like, my words get caught in my tongue, and I'm like, bleh, 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 them, wisdom, um, I wrote tree gremlin. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I legit have no idea what any I of those that attributes. That's uh, it. That's all I wrote. <laughs> for the whole thing? Yeah. That's okay. That's interesting. Well, okay. First of all, I'll tell you what his name is. Yeah. And then I'll tell you all more about it. Yeah. Give me the name so uh, I can write it down. I'm trying to write down the names now so I remember. It's a, oh, okay. Well, good luck then. It's a kuatl. Oh, can you spell that for me? Yeah. C O U A T L. T L. Kuatl. Kuatl? It's like Cthulhu. Sure. Kuatl. Positive stats all across the board. Its biggest stats are dexterity and wisdom, which are both plus fives. So that's like a big bonus. Yeah, I imagine tree gremlins are smart. Strength and con are its lowest attributes, and they're still a plus three. So, like, this is a very oh, yeah. he's, well-rounded, he's buffed character. <laughs> character? He's creature. like Bort. You want to learn about it? Uh, yeah, tell me tell me a little bit about the coatl. Okay, so. I don't like how that feels in my throat. I feel like it, I have a it, ball of phlegm in my throat. Yeah, it feels Blah. like you got a, a little Blah. bit. Um, history exists, right? History is has been known to exist in certain timelines, yes. Yeah, and you know how, like, history is, like, really, really long, right? Uh, like, if, really long. There's I mean, a lot of history. It depends who you ask. <laughs> the Christians only believe there are 2,020 years of history. <laughs> That's still a lot of history. Mm. Considering I'm 34. 2,000 is a lot more than 34, yes. almost. I'm almost 34. Yes, I'm a scientist. I believe in history. I know how old the world actually is. Well, no one knows how old the world actually is. But, but it's like really old. Yeah, it's old. Okay, so there Shit's was... happened. There was this god yeah. that hasn't been worshipped since the dawn of time. Oh. So like a long, long time ago. Oh, I know what gods do when they haven't been worshipped in a while. And that god created kuatls. Yep, that's what they do. And they created them as guardians and caretakers. And now the only beings that remember that God are the Kuatls themselves. So these dudes are like pre-dawn of time old. Okay. Looks great for his age. Yeah. I mean, they are, they are, they are good. Uh, Again, we don't normally talk about alignments and that sort of stuff, but they are like uh, lawful good. Like they are, 
you're not going to be fighting one of these because an evil guy is like, oh, here's my dragon monster that you got to fight to get this treasure. It's they're they're a good guy. They're smart. They're they're wise. They've experienced things like it makes sense for them to be, you know, good. Yeah. Um, But most of the things that they were tasked with guarding have long since disappeared. Most of the things that they're supposed to have been guarding, they did, like, a good job of guarding. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like, oh, we failed at our task, now the thing is gone. It's more like, no, time happened, and, yeah. like, things disappear over time. Yeah. Um, so, they've... Like dead bodies. Yeah, exactly. Cool. They've, uh, they've completed most of their tasks, and I guess that sort of means that they can do whatever they want now if... If they would like to, mm-hmm. um, but some Quadles still guard sites of ancient power, or they protect the descendants of the people that they once protected and that sort of stuff. Oh, they're um, like ancestors in Mulan, the animated movie, and not the horrible remake that came out that was horribly offensive to everyone. everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're kind of like I put it like you know how sometimes you might narrowly avoid some tragic accident. And then some wise ass will be like, ah, oh, oh, you must have a guardian angel. Somebody's looking out for you. Um, it's probably not an angel because as we discovered in an earlier episode, angels are kind of dicks. Angels have always been dicks. But you might have a guardian coaddle. Uh, and that's way cooler, I think, yeah. honestly. Angels are known assholes. Um, coaddles can't lie. Or, I mean, I guess, no, they can't. They can't speak a lie. They can totally lie by omission. Um, like that, that's uh, fine. I hate that. I hate those. It's like, you have to tell me if you're a cop, which isn't a real law. And then they're like, I'm not, not a cop. And you're like, what? I'm so confused. Double negative. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> like it's totally, coaddles are totally allowed to mislead people and like let those people invent a lie for themselves based on the information that coaddles give them. But I, it can't outright say a lie. I invent lies for myself every day. Yeah? Like what? <laughs> like, you're doing a great job, Alex. Just keep going. This is all going to be worth it in the end. Lies. <laughs> it's lies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess that's that's not quite the same type of lies that they invent. But okay. <laughs> uh, like, they're more like, okay, if somebody was trying to find a treasure that a coaddle was... Uh, guarding yeah. and they asked the koala like is the treasure north of the city or whatever the koala couldn't be like no but they like they could be like oh if you walk long enough in any direction i guess it could be considered north of the city and then people be like all right well uh, forget this guy like i'm leaving like this is so koalas are gaslighters a little bit uh i mean they could be if they deem it necessary to protect the thing that they protect but they wouldn't go out of their way to gaslight people for no reason yeah okay which I guess is slightly more reasonable. Slightly. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> Great. Uh, they don't need to eat. They don't need to breathe if they don't want wow, to. Wow, jealous. So, like, even after the sun explodes and the universe collapses on itself, coattles will still be floating around in space just chilling That's if they hilarious. feel like it. Because, <laughs> um, like, even if coattles don't live forever, because they can succumb to disease and, like, the passage of time. Although, I kind of feel like they imply that they live for Forever. thousands of years. So like the passage of time for them is not really that big of a deal. Uh, but even though they can, they will die at some point, they have up to a century of forewarning 
of when the end is coming for them. Like, they won't know how they're going to die, but they know they're going to die. They just get a feeling. About a hundred years before it happens. So they have a hundred years to, like, go out and find a mate and make a baby quaddle, which is... Baby quaddle? Oh, that sounds kind of (laughs) cute. Yeah, have you ever seen baby snakes? Yeah, I actually think baby snakes are pretty cute. I think snakes are pretty cute. I do like snakes, but baby snakes are, like, they have no right to be as cute as they are because like, they're just like it's tiny. just a smaller it's a worm. snake <laughs> yeah it's a worm with personality yeah. i guess yeah snakes have a lot of personality that's the thing baby snake do 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 baby snake do 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 baby snake do 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 baby snake Speaking of baby snakes yeah. and mating and that sort of stuff, their mating rituals are displays and dances involving light and magic. So, like, I picture it basically Aurora Borealis is Guadal's trying to bone. Nice. Like, that's kind of what I think. I imagine fireworks. I mean, Aurora Borealis is kind of like nature's fireworks. So we're both right. We win. We win. Uh, and they hatch from gemstone eggs. Ooh. So their eggs are worth a lot of money, I bet. Uh, I mean, yeah, probably. Um, they also, they can shapeshift. Mm-hmm. Um, they try to, like, it's pretty rare to come across one because they prefer to keep to themselves. Uh, like, they'll be present and watching and guarding and whatever, but they'll stay hidden until they absolutely have to reveal themselves. But they can shapeshift, so even if they do reveal themselves, you might not even know that they did because they could look like any creature that's less powerful than it, which is... A lot of creatures. They're just a little introverted. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Do you want to know another really cool thing about quaddles? Yeah. They're based on a thing from real life. Really? Yeah. So the word quaddle, uh, there's a few different spellings for it, but it's a Nahuatl word, which is the language of the Aztecs. And quaddle literally means serpent. Oh. Yeah. And then there's a type of bird called a quetzal which is <laughs> quetzals pretzels yeah which is a brightly colored bird that was revered by the aztecs and mayans and i think uh, some of the other mesoamerican people at the time but i'm not 100 percent sure on that uh but the reason the quetzal was so important was that it was associated with quetzalcoatl the god of wind and knowledge learning science and all that kind of stuff oh. so quetzalcoatl pretty much literally means snake bird except it means more than that because it's a god. I'm going to pray to that god before my exam. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be able to help me with uh, equilibrium expressions, but, you hey, know. he was the god of science. Yeah. So, like, I just mean you're science better has off changed praying a lot to him than, Mesopotamian like, era. Loki. Yeah, I'm never praying to Loki. I think Loki lives on my shoulder some days. Yeah. Um, but the point is, uh, the Coatl in D&D is obviously influenced by the god Quetzalcoatl. Um, obviously, I said Coatl uh, in D&D was made by a god and wasn't a god themselves, but like the similarities are striking, I guess. Yeah, totally. Um, here's something else I learned while doing research on this. What? Uh, did you know that the Great Pyramids in Egypt are not the largest pyramids in the world? Um, yeah, I think I did know that. If okay. I th- maybe. The pyramids in the, like, Mayan... Yeah. Yeah. So the largest pyramid in the world is in Mexico, and it was dedicated to Quetzalcoatl. So that's pretty cool. Quetzalcoatls, pretzels, and lottles. I don't know what a lottle is. We'll figure it out. 
I think it's something from Dr. Seuss. It sounds, that does sound Dr. seuss yeah. Um But yeah, so D&D Coatles, made by a god, Quetzalcoatl's origin story is complicated. There seems to be a bunch of different origin stories. As there usually are. With uh, gods. As there usually are. In one version, uh, it seems that he was born after his mother swallowed a gemstone, oh. which is cool because, like, if you remember, like I said, they're born from gemstone eggs in D&D. So that's kind of brings it all full circle a little bit. Uh, another version seems to be that his mother uh, was a virgin and was visited in her oh, dream by a god, a that, and then Quetzalcoatl was born. Another one, his mother got shot in the stomach with an arrow, and then he was born. Wait, Quetzalcoatl is like Jesus for the Mayans. Um, I mean, virgin visited by God. In terms of origin story, yes, but that's about that's about it. Um, he's he's he invented. The calendar. Uh, he discovered corn. Uh, wow. and he pretty much created all of mankind. Ah. So he's more than what Jesus was. Because he, Jesus he's didn't more, do He's more that. God. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, can, I, can you imagine inventing corn? Discovering corn. Discovering <laughs> corn. Discovering corn. Uh, there was another version which I didn't write down and I wish it did now. But it has something to do with he was born he's like the 400th child of some other god and like the rest of those children became stars and that sort of stuff cool uh which is very cool and i'm upset that i didn't write it down because it's pretty neat but the point of all of this um is that this is now two episodes in a row where D took a very cool creature or deity or whatever uh with this like rich and interesting history and then dumbed it down to the max <laughs> uh, which is too bad because like before I did this research, I thought the quaddle was pretty cool. Like just reading the monster manual I was like, yeah. yeah, this seems like a pretty cool thing. Uh, and then I learned more about Quetzalcoatl and I'm like, yo, but this could have been so dope. Like what a disappointment. Yeah. But like, that's, I don't know. I, I would say this is a better interpretation of a real, uh, mythological, creature of some sort than the cockatrice was last week yeah definitely. They, they did a way better job with this it just it could have been better yeah no toads had to incubate Neela eggs <laughs> yeah there's no toads involved in it well i mean actually probably the quaddle mom toads. my mom listened to that episode and she was like wow that's hilarious i thought it was so funny <laughs> i think <laughs> I it's like, funny that your mom listens to us talk yeah it's uh, she misses me hi mom <laughs> um cool is that it that's pretty much everything, yeah. That's everything. I mean, there's a whole lot I could go into about Quetzalcoatl, but I'm I'm not going to. We because... could just do a Quetzalcoatl episode. Yeah. I, I would highly recommend re- everyone else should go look it up because, man, it, it's there's some pretty interesting stuff. I also thought it'd be interesting if maybe when we reach the end of, like, D&D things, we just start doing, like, gods and whatever that would be interesting i've even said like roman and greek and yeah. those things i don't know shit about it so it would force me to actually have to learn something not that i'm not not that i'm not learning things <laughs> like you're in school i'm right in now. school i'm learning things but i mean learning things about like you know the origins of humanity basically yeah from a non-scientific perspective <laughs> so do i have a question this week i don't um, know do you have a question this week no like this is such an interesting character I don't even know what to say. I'm very, I'm very, very uh, impressed and happy. And I feel like this is a friend, what? not a fiend. Yeah, and this like, is a friend for sure. What a, a, like a benevolent 
protector pseudo god as my best friend like heck yes yeah like what a chill ass dude and like we never we never get this no it's always like this thing eats your dreams and babies and you're like oh okay cool okay and then at the end of the episode i try to like make a lighthearted joke so that like we feel good by the end but like i feel good already but this is just a happy colorful snake bird he's just, and i'm he's into cute. it i'm sorry i named him a chicken redux <laughs> it's still a pretty good I was name, feeling though. very uninspired, apparently. Now I'm feeling <laughs> so inspired. I'm going to open a Quetzal, Coatl, Pretzel, Lotto. Lotto! Stand. There we go. <laughs> it's going to sell pretzels and lottery tickets. And that's it. That's it. No drinks. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs> We'll be back next week with another episode of We Have Dark Vision. But in the meantime, why not swing by our website, wehavedarkvision.com, or follow us on Instagram at wehavedarkvision, or Twitter at darkvisioncast. 